Hello and welcome to another podcast, another week, another whatever. And uh, get stuck in. You've downloaded it, you've done the hard parts, and now sit back, relax, or do a things at the same time. Multitasking is possible with podcasts. I think that's why people can stand them. And have a good time. Here's what we got up to on the radio earlier today. I should say... Thank you for the messages coming in saying happy birthday. Some of them with with requests. We'll get into the requesty part of stuff later. But thank you for your birthday wishes. I never really know how to deal with the whole one more lap round the planet type deal. Um, because, you know, I don't want to sit here and just spend all day reading out those messages. It would be really, really self-aggrandizing, uh, wouldn't it? Really kind of self-pleasing for Steve. And that's not going to be good for you. But turns out there's a thing in the news today about how to deal with a birthday effectively. So, happy 40th, Kate. The Duchess sends thanks for her birthday messages. Oh, I didn't know. So, the Duchess of Cambridge has had her 40th, and I'm currently having my 40... <coughs> so, we're basically the same age. Other than the fact that I've got a terrible cough, we're basically the same age. So, it says in the papers, the Duchess of Cambridge personally thanked supporters for their birthday wishes yesterday as she marked her 40th with the release of three new portraits. And I'm getting an idea. Uh, It's rare for the Duchess and Prince William to personally write their own tweets. Oh, it's a hard life, isn't it? But the Duchess said, thank you for all of your very kind birthday wishes. Signing it off with C for Catherine. Oh, never know what, because you know what Twitter can be like. Um, I mean, I could do that. I could do three portraits. She's done, they've got two of their portraits in the papers here. Uh, two nice little frocks and one of them she got a necklace so I could follow her lead on this I don't think they'd fit me so I'd have to go and get something in the larger lady's size but um, anyone got a necklace we could recreate that is that what you want is that how we're meant to do it because we're basically the same she's 40 and I'm 40 (coughs) years old so basically the same age I can say to you, uh, you should only really call 999 if it's emergency, which is a really good idea, really good excuse for reading out this news story about people who call for no good reasons. A person with a paper cut called 999, according to the Welsh Ambulance Service. You idiot. No, because there are some people that shouldn't be allowed near paper. And imagine being that level in life, where if we could all take a vote and not even let you near paper, let alone the internet you'd be on that list. Uh, also on the list of people who shouldn't have called, a people, someone who called 999 because they'd worried that they'd eaten a mouldy tomato. According to Welsh ambulance, oh no, I've eaten a mouldy tomato, isn't it? That's probably how he sounded after the mouldy tomato. The weird thing about mouldy tomato, if I'd eaten one, I wouldn't think it's an emergency. It might not be healthy for you, but if someone put the word artisan in front of that, artisan mouldy tomato, I'd probably pay extra for that in Hackney. This is according to nearly a quarter of the uh, the numbers. A quarter of the 470,000 calls were non-essential. Someone got their plaster cast wet and called 999. Although they do tell you not to. Well, you got to try it, you idiot. Um, a patient who wanted to lift a hospital as their earring might be in their ear. Now, I'm not an expert on fashion. But isn't that where you're meant to wear it? I would say a bigger reason to call 999 is if you've got one of those stud earrings and you've pushed it through a different part of your body. Ooh, 999, can I help? Also on the list of people who shouldn't have called, um, <laughs> people calling about diarrhea. I kind of, 
that's the one group on that list that I don't blame them so much. I know you're not meant to call 999 for diarrhea, but I think we've all had one of those situations where you start to think to yourself, it's getting a bit much, this. This is... I know they say better out than in, but if it includes internal organs, I'm not sure. Um, I don't want to leave this house through the pipe. So that that one I forgive, but the rest of them, bunch of idiots. I mentioned that to celebrate, or rather to give thanks for the um, messages, the nice messages about birthdays, I should do what Kate did, what Princess Kate did, and do three portraits in nice dresses. Um, John gets in touch and says, Steve, could you wear something that's off the shoulder? I knew you'd make it weird. Smudger in Dagenham says, my wife, some years ago, bless her, uh, while cleaning our home phone, dialed 999, only to have a group of police turn up at our door thinking something was wrong. They were nice enough about it, though, which was just as well, says Smudger. I think the lesson there is, and thank you for them, I always like it when we have a message that I think has a moral to it. And the moral is, stop cleaning your phone, what are you? I'm looking at one of the positive sides of reaching the age that I've achieved, which is 40... <coughs> years old um, and we heard earlier on on this very here radio station one of the newspapers one of the stories today in the papers about how modern men are vain and I think I'm grateful for not being in this younger category it was dealt I'm not going to go into too much detail about the story it was dealt with expertly earlier on but I think I've reached the age where I'm, I'm not too vain definitely not I have minimal time looking in the mirror. They worked out who is uh, vain by who spends longest staring in the mirror. Barely seconds. In fact, the amount of time I spend looking at my reflection in the mirror is like a fraction of a second until I make the same sound that a vampire does when they're hit by sunlight. I just look at the mirror and then I leave for the day because no one needs to see that too much. So there you go, there's a, there's a plus. Not vain. The fact that young men are vain, and I like the fact that I'm not young because I'm not vain. Don't really check myself out that much. Barely even self-scan myself these days. Um, 01708 741075. Hello. What is a mirror? What is this earth mirror you speak of? Have you I don't know what a mirror is. Have you not dabbled? Do you not uh, check out your own reflection? Do I look? Do I look like I look in the mirror? Well, how do you know? How do you know that you don't look like you look in mirrors? Oh, that's uh, a good point, actually. Because you don't I just know. look at photographs and think, who's that? Do you know, I, here's my theory. I don't like photographs of me as much as I like reflections, because I'm used to the reflection, but in the photograph, my face is the wrong way around. Yeah, that's the problem. You're the wrong way around in the mirror, so you never see who you are. Yeah. It's going pretty deep. You, none of us know what we look like because we don't see ourselves in photographs as much as we do in mirrors. So actually, if it's a photograph of you that you don't like, look at it through a mirror and tell me if you like it again. I think we're doing proper research on the show today. Hello there, Steve. You all right, mate? Yeah, not bad. How's it going? Yeah, I've just looked at the weather forecast, right? I don't know whether there's going to be... Yet. You know, the sun, apparently the sun's going to come out on Wednesday. Okay. You That's the uh, extra version of that song from the musical Annie. <laughs> Now, apparently going to get some sunshine on Wednesday. The sun will come out on Wednesday. Yeah, Bet your bottom dollar that on yeah. Wednesday but also you'll be fine. Yes. It's about other news. On Wednesday, on Wednesday, there's <laughs> always on Wednesday, your troubles are far away. Yes, yes, they are. But there's a ah. chance that it might rain after what I've just done. <laughs> Big mountain and uh, 
Baby, I love your way. One of those will be my wrestling name if ever I get back into the business. Um, thank you for your messages and all that stuff. And also, we had the phone call there with Steve from Mutney. And in the, look at that, we've played two songs since then, because I don't hang around. Since he told me that the sun's going to come out on Wednesday, um, I've now written an entirely different version of the mu- musical Annie, just to lower your expectations. I think that makes sense. So it will include the hit song, The Sun Will Come Out on Wednesday. Also including hits like, I Think I'm Gonna Like It Next Door. It's a soft knock life. And my personal favorite, you'll never fully dress without a smile and underpants. Time 107.5, ELO and all over the world. There's a party all over the world. Not that we're invited, but if you are a member of the government, you're probably going to self-sorted and invited to that. In the news today, one of my favourite stories ever. A school. This is on the page where there's loads of stories about stuff to do with COVID so that people can get angry. What, we're not allowed to do that anymore? Oh, it's disgraceful, isn't it? In the same page that's given us all that, a school has banned... Actually, let me do it in that voice. A school has banned students from blowing in a musical instruments due to COVID. Well, I ask you. Um, so there's a school which has stopped children playing wind instruments and I guess brass brass and wind instruments now yes I understand that first urge to be well it's ridiculous can't do anything these days health and safety got made but think about it again come on they banned kids from making noise in instruments this is nothing to do with COVID this is just a very useful excuse isn't it if there was, if someone can find a blogspot.com website that talks about links between using string instrument and percussion and the spread... In fact, here we are. Um, schools, if you're listening, I think if any of the virus settles on a drum, it stays there unless you hit it with a stick and then that forces, from the tympanic membrane of the drum, forces the virus particles up into the air so you can tell them to stop playing drums as well. And if anyone could come up with a good idea as to why kids shouldn't go near a violin, I think the world would all be a better place. Supermarket giant Morrison's is to scrap the use-by dates on its own brand milk and wants customers to do their own sniff test. Now, where do you stand on this one? Because food waste is terrible, but they, they're going to force us to smell gone-off milk. You know, you put a date on it, you could look at the date and throw it away, but they're saying you have to smell. That means unless you are a swift user of milk, you're definitely going to be smelling gone-off milk. It's one of the worst smells, isn't it? So it automatically leads me to a fork in the road. Our two phone-ins could either be, what's the worst smell, or what's the oldest food you've ever eaten? I mean, I... I was on a cycling thing. This is like halfway through last year. We went cycling uh, down some stupid roads somewhere and got to the top of this hill. You could tell I was loving it. Weren't you? Holiday? Why am I pushing if it's a holiday? Anyway, so we got to the top of a, uh, of a hill. I was absolutely done in. We had a little rest on a, a park bench. I went into a, a news agents. You know, some news agents look like they've got really old stock. Do you know what I mean? You look at the selection of, of chocolate bars and you're like, they stopped selling them in the 80s, mate. Why have you got them? So we had one of those, and it was a picnic bar, which I'm fairly sure was sell-by in the 90s. And it was all... Well, it tastes all right, but a bit dry, a bit white. Um, so what's the oldest food you've ever had? That's mine. But what's the worst smell? Because I think you've got to go a long way to beat gone-off milk. That one sorts you out for a while, doesn't it? Oof. Either way, whichever phone you'd like to join in on. Valerie gets in touch and says, Worst smell, poopy hiney. 
And I've got to be honest, it did take me a second to work out what you mean. Um, I think that's because for some reason, Poopy Heine sounds like it's probably the name of an old Hollywood actress that I've never heard of. You know, you could have, I would have fallen for that if you would have been like, oh, sad news about the passing of Poopy Heine. But what? Oh, have you not seen all the films that, that she was in? Yeah, oh, some class. You could have made up some names of films and I would have believed it and spent the rest of my life telling people, oh no, I remember what I remember where I was the day when I found out that Poopy Heine had passed. Sad. Never saw any of her films. Don't Google it. Kevin in Hornchurch says, Afternoon, Steve. Many happy returns of the day. Are you being given the bumps in instalments? Yes, I am, because if I were to receive all of the birthday bumps today in one go, um, trip to A&E, probably. It's no good for the coccyx. Very worried about me coccyx. <clears throat> Always have been. And also, we were talking about stenches, which hopefully is not related to the birthday topic, but... What's the worst smell you've ever come across? Ted in Elm Park says, I was working somewhere, went on holiday, week and a half. Good info. It says, no one emptied the grease and waste trap. It was escaping. One of the worst smells ever, ever, ever. Um, it's a dead sheep and canoeist floated past. Was the sheep dead or was the sheep and the canoeist dead? Was the sheep in a canoe? Had they trained the sheep to do a canoe? How do you know it was not a kayak? It's the number of paddles you've got, isn't it? How many paddles was that sheep using? That's the real question we need to get to the bottom of now. What's love got to do with it? Who needs a heart if a heart can be broken? Tina Turner showing she doesn't really understand everything about medicine. I think the bigger question is who needs a, an appendix if it can get inflamed? Well, that feels more of a valid... I suppose it's, it didn't scan as well for a song, does it? All right, carry on as you were, Tina, as you were. Glenn, the plasterer from Raynham, says, Come on, Steve. It's the last one on the dance floor. I'm hoping you're calling in and getting in touch about the worst smell topic, because the... Well, we'll leave that mental image just dangling for you right there. In the papers today, millions of us have rude dreams about our neighbours. Hmm. Three in ten have raunchy dreams. 59% are about pals or the people next door. And I suppose the lesson from this is that if you have had a, an erotic dream about one of your neighbours, that's absolutely fine. There's no judgement. This is a safe space. No judgement here. I personally have not had an erotic dream about a neighbour. Um, I mean, look, Ian's lovely. But I just don't think he's my type. Now, if the question was, have you had one of those dreams about a member of the cast of Neighbours? Different phone-in. So there you go, podcast done. Thank you for listening to it. It was just ramblings today. I get that. But that's... I think it kind of works sometimes. Just the the absolute crap that comes out of my face gets recorded, broadcast on radio, and turned into a podcast. Yeah. Now, looking back, should they have invented the internet? But anyway, um, subscribe to wherever you found this. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. It's also TikTok, Instagram, all the other places. That should be the same username. And let's do it all over again. Till next time. Bye.